Hello and welcome to the Golden Wheel Tavern. You should have seen the patron who was in here right before you. They were quite the sight. Covered in golden scales, their voice melodious and flowing. They were large, well-built, and looked like they could take almost anyone in a fight. But they had a courteous and proud nature that made them quite the conversationalist. We'll discuss their kind, the proud and powerful Dragonborn, today. Dragonborn are a very interesting people. Their lineage is originally born from dragons, typically shaped by gods or dragons themselves, and emerging from dragon eggs as a unique race, carrying the best attributes of dragons and humanoids alike. Their appearance looks much like a dragon if it were to stand like a humanoid, although they lack wings and tails for the most part. They are covered in scales, which have become almost uniform between Dragonborn over generations of interbreeding between different lineages. The typical Dragonborn scales will possibly span a range of colors, from brass and bronze to scarlet, rust, gold, or copper green. The first few generations of Dragonborn and those who have particularly strong connections to their lineage have much more colorful scales, reflecting the color of their ancestors. These dragonborn can be a shimmering cobalt blue, a resplendent and glossy black, shining metallic gold, silvers, bronze, and brass, and any other color dragons may come in. A dragonborn is a sight to see, not just due to their scales, but their size as well. They are not small by any means, often standing near six and a half feet tall, weighing in at 300 pounds or more. Their hands and feet are strong, powerful, and potent. These hands and feet are talon-like in nature bearing claws on each of their three fingers and thumb on each hand. They can carry themselves at the same speed as most, 30 feet per round. Although their ancestors may be ancient dragons, dragonborn do not live much longer than humans. They do grow very quickly though, reaching adult size around 15, but their lives are fairly short living to around 80 years old. Dragonborn tend to live in clans, and will typically value the clan above all else, even their own life. They have more respect and veneration for their clan than they would even think of having towards gods. They carry this respect in their every action, with the honor of their clan being reflected in their actions. This means that they tend to act with a high level of dignity and respect, to avoid bringing dishonor to their clan. A dragonborn will know that if they bring dishonor to their clan, they are likely to face severe punishment, such as exile and expulsion from their clan. 
This pride for their own community has fostered an environment of self-improvement and self-sufficiency in their race as a whole. They value skill and excellence in all things that they try, since a skilled worker is a boon to the clan. They absolutely despise failing, as that might reflect poorly on the clan that they carry the name of. They will spend their entire life aiming to master a skill to its fullest potential in a continual journey of self-improvement. An outsider can easily earn the respect of a dragonborn if they have a similar goal in regards to a skill. In their community, a dragonborn will typically be taught two languages, the first being common allowing them to communicate with outsiders when it is necessary, which is very rarely. The second language they learn is Draconic. It is a very old language, often used in the study of magic to harness the power of the weave that permeates all. It may sound harsh to outsiders, as it is full of hard consonants and sibilants. As Dragonborn are a self-sufficient people most of the time, they rarely call for aid, especially from outside sources. But Dragonborn aren't entirely foolish. They can recognize when a problem or threat is larger than they are able to handle on their own. When they come across such a problem, they will turn to the clan, as they will always view the clan as the best source of help. When their own clan cannot provide the help they need, they will still refrain from turning to any outside sources immediately. They will search out another dragonborn clan to ask for help from them before they dare ask from an outsider, even gods. A dragonborn is given a personal name at birth, but they will typically put their clan name before their birth name as a sign of respect, honor, and reverence for the clan. They may also be given a childhood nickname, which their fellow clutchmates may call them as a term of endearment, typically related to a specific incident or behavior. As Dragonborn are inherently tied to the Draconian history, they tend to be very extreme in their decision regarding good and evil, as there is a constant fight between good and evil in Draconic history, between Tiamat, an evil dragon with five heads, and Bahamut, a platinum dragon of resplendent glory. Most dragonborn are good, but any who associate with Tiamat can be horrendous and horrifying villains. Dragonborn are gifted with something incredible. As dragons are well known for their breath weapons, most famously fire, a dragonborn gains a breath weapon based on their lineage. As an action, a dragonborn can exhale destructive energy, the size, shape, and type of energy of which is determined by the color of their draconic ancestors. Each creature in the area of their breath weapon has to make a saving throw against their constitution modifier, plus their proficiency bonus, 
plus 8. They will then take 2d6 on a failed save, or half as much if they succeed. The damage increases to 3d6 at 6th level, 4d6 at 11th level, and 5d6 at 16th level. Once they use this ability, they cannot use it again until they take a rest. There are 3 types of Dragonborn, and 10 colors. The 10 colors correspond to 5 chromatic dragons and 5 metallic, which are associated with evil and good respectively. Black and copper dragonborn are both associated with acid, spitting a 5 by 30 foot line requiring a dexterity saving throw. Blue and bronze dragons are associated with lightning, spitting the same line as black and copper dragonborn. Brass dragonborn are associated with fire and also spit a line of fire requiring a dexterity saving throw. Red and gold dragonborn are associated with fire as well, but their breath weapon covers a 15 foot cone that requires a dexterity save. White and silver dragonborn are associated with cold, breathing the same cone as red and gold, but requiring a constitution saving throw instead. Green is associated with poison, and breathes the same cone as silver and white, also requiring a constitution saving throw. As for sub-races, there is the normal dragonborn, the dracon blood, and the ravenites. The dragonborn, in regards to the sub-race, are strong and carry a force of presence. They gain a bonus to their strength score of 2, and a bonus to their charisma of 1. They also have a connection with their ancestry that protects them from the type of damage their ancestors specialized in. A dragonborn of this subrace has resistance to the damage type associated with their breath weapon. The history between Dracon Blood and Ravenites is ugly and one involving betrayal. The Dracon Blood, in a colonizing move, made a pact with the native dragonborn, the Ravenites, to work together to build a society that would outlast all. Unfortunately, this society quickly collapsed into bigotry and classism, with the Dracon Blood betraying and enslaving the Ravenites. Eventually, this society was weakened by its own corruption, and when they were attacked, they were unable to save themselves. In the chaos of the attack, the Ravenites drove their masters out from the ravine where they had made their city. The Ravenites then made their own settlements once again, now that they had been freed. Dracon blood are tall and a bit more slender than their fellow dragonborn. They have a keen mind and a knack for social manipulation, as they used it to create the very society that crumbled underneath them. They gain a bonus to their intelligence of 2, and a boost to their charisma of 1. They also have a knack for seeing in the dark, gaining dark vision out to 60 feet, allowing them to see in dim light as though it were bright light, and darkness as though it were dim. Their knack for social manipulation manifests in their forceful presence as well. A dragonborn of any kind is quite the sight. 
but a Dracom blood can use this and their knack for social skills to get their way. When a Dracom blood makes a persuasion or intimidation check using their charisma, they can do so with advantage. Once they use this trait, they can't do so again until they finish a rest. Raven Knights are large and imposing, even compared to their fellow Dragonborn. They lack the tail that some Dragonborn have, but their size reflects a heartiness that grants them the ability to stand up to those around them. A Raven Knight gets a boost to their strength of two, much like that our fellow traditional Dragonborn. What separates them is that the Ravenites get a bonus to their constitution of one, rather than the bonus to their charisma, as the Ravenites are hearty. They have the same dark vision as their previous oppressors with a range to 60 feet. They also gain an ability to rebuke those who would try to harm them. When they take damage from a creature that is within range of a weapon, the Ravenite is wielding, they can use their reaction to make an attack against that creature. They can only use this feature once per rest. Dragonborn are a powerful folk, with a power inherent in their lineage that makes them truly spectacular. Their breath weapon gives them a range or spacer option, even if it's only once per rest. While this doesn't give them the reliability to pull a true spacer role, it definitely helps when a frontline fighter can hit a group or at a distance. Regular Dragonborn, with their boost to strength and charisma and resistance to a particular damage type, make for wonderful tanks, especially paladins, pulling a tank and striker role with a splash of support. They also do well as fighters and barbarians, as do Ravenites. Ravenites make for particularly hardy frontline fighters, pulling tank and striker roles, and maybe even doing some ranged attacks if they wield thrown weapons, like javelins. Dracon blood pull entirely different roles than that of their fellow dragonborn, as they are born with a natural intelligence and a force of presence, they make for wonderful enchantment wizards, but they also make good wizards in general, which take advantage of their intelligence boost to be useful strikers, spacers, and some support with utility spells. They also make good artificers, and they can be a pretty decent bard. Their ability for interaction can make them a good party face, handling these social situations. The Dragonborn are varied in their lineage, letting their ancestry give them power and abilities, but they are quite similar despite the differences in their lineage. They are a proud folk, but they take the time to work on themselves and improve themselves. Please, Take some time to work on a new skill, a new talent, or just something about yourself that you'd like to improve. Until next time, I'd like to thank you for listening, and I ask you to rate us highly on whatever channel you're using to listen. If you want to follow this on Twitter, 
check out at the Tavern Keep and tweet about us using hashtag Tavern Keep. If you want to support this project other than sharing it on social media, you can check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash the Tavern Keeps Guide. And there is now a Tavern Keeps Guide Discord, to which you can find the link in the description. I'm Orion, and this has been the Tavern Keeps Guide. Thank you, and make sure to hit the bar, mates. Bye.